You know who else I want to kiss tonight? Have you ever watched Eureka 7? No. Okay, so you should watch Eureka 7. Mm-hmm. Because there's a character named Holland. And he is the sexiest character that has ever existed in all of anime. Ever. And I don't know why more people aren't talking about Holland at all times. Because, oh my god. Oh my god, I want to kiss him so bad. And that's the end. Okay. I mean, that's all there is to say. He's very handsome, and he's grumpy, and he's old. I was thinking of, uh, to open this show, I was thinking we should do a breakdown of the new Avengers trailer, but just make it like, now if you look here, it says that Shuri loves Spencer, and is going (laughs) to become a real character, has figured out how to use the Infinity Stones to make herself... A real human person in real life uh-huh. and come and marry Spencer. Oh my god. Uh, but I I went with what we did instead. But <laughs> I, I was thinking of making that the opening. So you love Shuri. I do love Shuri. You yeah. want to marry her? Yeah. You want her to kiss you all over again? Yeah, face Shuri's and so good. Oh my god. She's really good. Yeah. The script, but I've no doubt if it isn't up to par, they'll chuck it out. Ooh, la 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 la. All my actor friends are cracking wise, but I can see the envy in their eyes. Ooh, la 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 la. At some point in Wales, uh, in the UK, it was a capital offense to steal a sheep. Mm-hmm. Like, you'd be executed, you'd be killed. The lesser offense, the bestiality, was only jail time. So if you stole a sheep and you were and you were found with it, it was it was much better to say, "Oh no, I'm gonna fuck that sheep. I didn't, I didn't return it." Lock, completely lying, because it was such a lesser offense. But wouldn't? But then you still stole a sheep. But then you they give it back. I guess so. The idea was that like, oh, but I was gonna give it back. Is that? If you steal so, if you steal a car and then give it back, you still stole a car. Yeah, I think it was just maybe it was more like if you were found on someone's property. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, the 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 long and short answer of it is that's how the myth of Welshmen like to fuck sheep oh. came about. Is just because it was it was such a heinous, um, mm-hmm. such a huge like jump in right. In, yeah. They would just murder you. And everyone loves to steal sheep, so. You it's gotta like, steal. They're all their economies based on sheep. That's just <laughs> yeah, money. that's true. That's just money in a field on legs. Yeah. Like, <laughs> which is why it was such a high, high mm-hmm. offense to yeah. steal the money. Exactly. Yeah, so. that makes sense. I feel like in every American Pie movie, someone has sex with a sheep. Specifically, a sheep or just an animal? Maybe just an animal. I well, know. I guess sheep are sheep are um, distinct enough. Like we're not familiar with sheep. Mm. But fucking a dog would just feel heinous. Yeah. Some of us own dogs. Mm-hmm. We love them. We love dogs. You sheep. can't. I've never even seen a sheep. No. Maybe at a petting That's zoo. Not true. I've seen sheep. Yeah. My Scottish friend was telling me that sheep are really gross, <laughs> and they have their their wool on. Like they smell. Well, she's Scottish, so she knows. He. he. They smell disgusting because they have this oil on them. Mm. Because they they don't have fur; it's wool. Right. So it's just the way that their skin. I don't know. Keeps them moisturized or whatever but it's like it's just sheep oil on them you touch them Ugh, you're gonna smell like sheep oil see someone was Forever. trying to sell me sheep oil the other day so is that as good as snake oil 
better. Oh, he said he said it was better. Oh, he was saying, cool, you know that snake oil yet. salesman over there doesn't doesn't got nothing. You got to try this sheep oil. Freshly wrung out sheep <laughs> yeah. right into the bottle. That's what he did. He pulled out a sheep from out of his <laughs> French coat and he wrung it into the bottle. <laughs> It's the end of the year, or the beginning of the year, depending on when I get this episode out. Yes. And I think uh, Kotaku did an uh, article written by Gita Jackson, The State of Fandom in 2018. God. And I think we should go over it. The relationship between fans and creative people have always been contentious, and it's only gotten more tense. Now that fandoms are more visible, with collective fan actions being reported on places like BuzzFeed, The Daily Beast, and even this very website, <gasps> Kotaku? Kotaku.com? The very same? Creators are increasingly forced to reckon with angry fans who think they know everything. This year, Kelly Mary Tran, who played uh, uh, Rose Tico in Star Wars, uh, got harassed on Twitter, on Instagram, sorry, and left. Ruby Rose, who plays... Did she just leave Instagram, or was she harassed on all the socials? I believe she just had Instagram, so... Oh, oh she just I don't think she one. has okay. Twitter or uh, Tumblr. She left Instagram because she was being harassed. Ruby Rose, who was cast as Batwoman, also left Instagram. And Daisy Ridley, who of course plays Rey, Boy, uh, left Instagram. people named after flowers. Yeah. Oh, I guess Rose Tico was the character. Mm-hmm. The Daisy Ridley... Just recently? Left Instagram last year. Oh, no, that was last year. Okay. That sucks. Also, fandoms are becoming more legit in a lot of ways. Uh, You know, back in the early days of fandom. The dark days. The dark days. People looked down on fan fiction, and and now fan fiction is getting published. That's right. With, like, uh, of course, Fifty Shades of Grey is the most obvious one, but this year... A One Direction fan fiction is getting turned into a movie. Is it remaining One Direction? I imagine not. We're going to read this right now. So this was uh, published on the 2nd of August. Anna Todd, 24, has felt her life come to a standstill. I have a struggling army wife going to community college who didn't know what to do with my life. I would read a lot of fan fiction. Um, this is the One Direction. Oh, so this is this the is One the Direction. author of yes, One Direction? Yes, this is her. Oh, okay. I felt I read everything, so one day I decided to write a chapter. The story of a relationship between college student Tessa Young and Harry Styles, who would become Hardin Scott in print, was Anna's passion project as a huge One Direction fan. When I started, I had no followers, but I did it for fun. After I wrote the first chapter, I wanted to know what happened, so every day I would write a chapter and it became more popular. It's very sweet. Very simple. Yeah. Uh, and I went to New York and met with four publishing houses. There was an auction. Every publisher wanted me to take down my online chapters, and I didn't want to do it. I kept saying no, and they gave in. Oh, that's good. Wait, so she it was going to be published. Yeah, and, and she said, left the fan fiction up. But the published version is going to change names and change... Mm-hmm. Names, I imagine right? it'll be edited. I, I, I think it's already out, because if they're making a movie about it... Uh, the lead, Hardin Scott, is played by Hero Finesse Tiffin, who's a real person, uh, who's best known for playing Tom Riddle in Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Okay. All right. All right. And Josephine Langford, famous connection as a sister of 13 Reason Why actress Catherine plays Tessa Young. So basically, a One Direction fan fiction is becoming a movie. 
Uh, this year also we had Bowsette, which we've covered on the show before. Mm-hmm. So Bowsette was a fan comic that blew up and has become... <clears throat> is it canon yet? No. Nintendo hasn't even acknowledged it, which is unfortunate. I feel like Nintendo should give a shout out to this thing because it's become mm-hmm. the most popular <laughs> thing in the world. And like, there's a, a Bowsette fan event in Japan. <laughs> what? Uh, a lot of this strikes me as, um... There's a change.org, Bowsette is real page, hoping to make the character canon. That's not all. Next month in Japan, there will be a Bowsette gathering with fan art and cosplay. Um, a lot of this strikes me as not actually that different or unusual. It's just that, um, marketing, marketers have, have realized, oh, people like this regs to riches angle. A lot of authors start in fanfiction. Mm-hmm. I guess it's not that. I guess the difference is that they directly cha- change the fan fiction itself into an original property. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's you could. Like it's not. It's not just that the author started in fan fiction. It's that the story that is being published was a is the same story. Yes, that started as most of us creative people will play around with the things we love far before we are brave enough to, to create our own things. Yeah. Because it's safe. And especially on, like, fanfiction.net or, or archive of our own, people are already familiar with Edward Cullen and, and Bella Swan, so we can take these characters and mm-hmm. and everyone's already familiar with them, so we don't have to make them yeah. and just change whatever we want. And I feel like a lot of... I don't know. It just it just feels like a marketing. It's definitely a bit of a marketing angle. spin. Because like, even this has been happening forever. Yeah, but like most people don't like to acknowledge the the fact that humans aren't that creative. <laughs> we love <laughs> that we're all influenced yeah, by each other. We love to think that that Harry Potter was was born a whole cloth. Yeah, when it was not. You know, she took things and right. combined things and. Everything's a remix. Like, you know, we're all just taking the things that we like and turning them mm-hmm. t- not even 90 degrees, like 10 degrees. And it's like, this is my original thing. And it's like, things only ever feel brand new if we're not familiar with the source material. Yeah. Uh, and what's interesting about this is that... The familiarity with the source material. The source they material realize, is right there. Yeah, not only not only is it not taboo, but it's the opposite. It's mm-hmm. I want to acknowledge the yeah. the influence and the inspiration and the fandom that it mm-hmm. all came from. And I think it's really cool that um, I've forgotten her name already, but uh, the the One Direction fan fiction writer is keeping her fan fiction up. That's pretty neat because yeah. uh, uh, E. L. James like immediately removed all of the yeah for sure. Uh, the the masters of the universe fan fictions, like even went as far as going to archive.org and getting them to take it down on all the mm-hmm. the archives. Although one could make the argument that the success of E.L. James and uh, Fifty, uh, Shades. Fifty Shades of Grey paves the way for oh, this certainly. person yes. to leave the fanfic up because it yes. it might have been it might have been thought of as so taboo that you would lose your publishing deal if mm-hmm. it was known that it started as a fanfic. 
Yes. And suddenly we know, oh, no, it's actually, like... That's part of the story. Part yeah, of the mythology. It's, it's good for Marcunane. So now she probably knows that, oh, it's not That's that big true. a deal. I actually do have some leverage. And, of course, uh, we've also talked about this. Tumblr uh, had a hard 2018... I kind of like the idea of a fandom news podcast. Yeah. I feel like that's what you and I end up rambling about mostly I, anyways. I think so, kind of yeah. We're definitely fandom adjacent. I think yeah. that's... Um, we're, more f- so, we're more so uh, uh, acknowledging things from a, from a third party perspective. Mm-hmm. We're in the mix, but not personally involved. My friend Rachel was saying, like, it's funny that you're hosting a, a fan fiction based podcast because you don't read a whole lot of fan fiction. Uh, yeah. And I, I was saying, like, I think that's why I like it, because I'm so, f- I'm very fandom adjacent, always. It's mm-hmm. like, I've always known people who write fan fiction, or known people who do a lot of fan art, and I'm never 100% in, like, I've never been a part of a fandom, but I've definitely enjoyed properties that, like, have huge fandoms, and, like, know yeah. and talk to people that are in those fandoms, and it's like, I like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same. Um, so Tumblr uh, was already on its last legs, citing problems with harassment and a staff that doesn't seem to care. Uh, and now they're banning adult content, which goes was live. Was the only reason anyone used the site in large numbers. Which goes live tomorrow, actually, oh, really? on the recording this of this. Already. Yes, it's the, the 17th is tomorrow. Of course, this will go up later, but yeah, so. When you're hearing this, there will be no adult content on Tumblr. Um, and, yeah, so that appears to be the final nail in the coffin. So where will the not officially, go? though. Not officially. It's not like they're closing down the site. No, of course not. But it's like, if you can't see pictures of Stucky... <laughs> what even is the point? Yeah, where, where are you going? Tumblr's been such a shitty and such an inconsistent website, though, that there's been a couple, like, well, this is the end, mm-hmm. scares for people. So I think uh, I think a That's lot of true. the older the older users of Tumblr who have been on there and lived through the ups and downs yeah. are just like here we go again. Right. Yeah. Fan communities experienced a similar exodus in 2007 when LiveJournal began purging adult content. Uh, they ended up on Tumblr, which was a convenient one-stop shop for writing and art. New contenders like Pillowfort and Arena both. Spell that? It's A-R-E dot N-A. Both seem like interesting options, but are smaller, younger sites. Pillowfort combines the social feed of Tumblr with the extensive privacy and community options of LiveJournal, but is still in beta and currently down for maintenance. Arena looks and feels a lot like Tumblr. What's up? Pillowfort... I just really want to... You've goofed around with it a little, right? No, I, I fooled around with Mastodon. Okay. I just really don't want them to go the Mastodon route. I know it's, like, more secure, or there's, like, more options what is or the some Mastodon bullshit. Route? But, like, there's multiple servers. There's yeah. not just one sort of feed. feed. So you can't just... And you can't subscribe to multiple servers with one account. Yeah, that's my biggest... You need to make an account per server, you can make which is insane. Multiple servers, but then let me subscribe to them... Just with one account. I don't want to make yeah, 40 exactly. accounts. Yeah, exactly. And so if you want to find your friends, you can't. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just, it's so hard. I, I, I tried Mastodon and I subscribed to the social Mastodon. 
And then I realized, oh, there's also the art Mastodon, and I tried to access it and was like, well, I'm not making another Mastodon account. Yeah, and that's so what you I have didn't. to do. And, and it's, it's like, like, that's insane. Yeah. And, I th- and it's not like there's a, a one conglomeration of all of the servers that you can mm-hmm. see as they update. I don't know. It's just, ugh. People that, people that, like, are online, people that know computers, it's the same thing of them not realizing all of the things they take for granted yeah. as common knowledge. If you've ever seen someone... As soon as it's, as soon as it's difficult at all, anyone's, everyone's going to check out. It doesn't matter how simple it actually is. Once mm-hmm. there's intimidation involved, it's, it, it's insurmountable. If you've ever seen someone play a first-person shooter who hasn't played a first-person shooter before, <laughs> and all they do is run around in a circle looking at the ground or That's the like, sky yeah. because... They don't know how to control... Even if they play video games their whole life. Yeah. If they haven't used that specific where one is, like, where your face is looking, yeah. where your gun is aiming, and the other is where your legs are walking. Mm-hmm. I've never used that. And I'm it's a person bizarre. that grew up with video games. Mm-hmm. I can play a Zelda. I can move a camera while moving Mario, in, like, with mm-hmm. two different thumbs. And I couldn't get the hang of Halo at all. No, I did yeah. I, I To this day. Yeah. And because I grew up playing N64, um, Zelda Ocarina of Time, I'm so used to my right thumb being a camera, mm-hmm. which is opposite. Right, yeah. So I need them inverted. Mm-hmm. So I end up just going in circles staring at this guy. Yeah. Constantly. And it's like that just in web things. It's like... And no offense to programmers, programmers are great, but not everyone's a programmer. People yeah. don't think in those kind of block uh-huh. systems. Programmers tend to think in systems, and most people don't think in systems. Yep. They think very fluidly, and we you need to be open to that. Um, I didn't realize how much of that was, was just a learned skill until... Um, my friend, who's 12 years older than me, so he's like in his 40s, um, I tried to get him to play um, Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't. Yeah. He couldn't move the little guy. Mm-hmm. Just being... I don't think he was even trying... He didn't even know that there was a camera you could move. Just physically moving it in the third dimension was more than his brain could process. Right, yeah. Because he'd only ever played a 2D Mario. Mm-hmm. And even then, he'd stopped playing video games by the time he was like 10 years old in the 80s. Yeah. Like, he'd only ever played Super Mario. It was like, The Beginner's Guide is uh, the, a very simple first-person game, but also all you really do is walk yeah. and look at stuff and click occasionally, but there's no like shooting, there's nothing that you have to do, and I tried to show it to uh, my, my ex, and she had no idea how to control the thing. I had to play the whole game for her. Because it was just like... Yeah, and to, to, to like, you and me... you think it would be so simple. Yeah, but. the idea is like, oh, this is as simple as a game can get. And mm-hmm. you'd be like, no, it's fucking not at yeah. all. You're controlling... It's a walking simulator. Mm-hmm. Walking in the third dimension is a pretty, like, complicated thing to wrap your head around yeah. if you have zero context for video games. Mm-hmm. And if you've grown up sort of immersed in fandom, you don't realize that, like, to me, I'm not a gamer at all. But I have far more than zero mm-hmm. context for video game. I've been to parties and I played Smash Brothers. I don't own any video games, but I'm in the mix. Mm-hmm. It's part of my life. Yeah. So like the the basic things like oh A is probably the main the main whatever, and the joystick is to move, and I know what up and down and 
side and side is. But, like, you forget that, oh, those are nerd skills also. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, oh, my God. And, yeah, even just, like, scrolling down, which is how every website works in the history of ever, feels like a learn thing. I, yeah. My, my, I have a web developer, and I was trying to get him to make a, this site for me, and he decided, like, oh, well, it would be, make more sense to scroll right on this website. And I was like, no, because every website in the history of forever is yeah, scroll down. That is crazy. You can't make a website that scroll right and left because no one does that. Yeah. And unfortunately, the language of the internet is scroll down. Yeah. And it's like, uh, unless you want to tell everyone in the history of ever to change that... <laughs> Like, we're making a website that's scroll down. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's too funny. I guess because comics go... This wasn't a comic website. This was going to be a, a art gallery. So it was going to be... Oh, it's, okay. Uh, yeah, it was just going to have a bunch of images, then you click them, and then it would display the image, right. basically. But, um, yeah. Was it like to swipe? It was going to have a swipe at the top, and then a bunch of the images at the bottom that you can... So just like a bunch of squares that have the previews and then at the top the image and when you'd click on it, it would go to the next image. Right. Or you could just scroll down and click the one you wanted. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Many fan-created wiki sites hosted on Wikia, a content company that is also, confusingly for the purposes of this article, known as Fandom. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Is it like fan.dom or just... No, it's fandom. Fandom. That's just the company name. Oh. <laughs> These wiki communities have been having issues with Wikia since last year when it introduced intrusive featured videos. Oh, yeah. That fold unpopular pages on the wikis. Uh, this year, the RuneScape wiki, one of the largest wikis on Wikia, jumped ship to their own website. Wow. Other communities on Wikia like the ones for Warframe and Fallout, have been thinking about similar moves. That's really interesting. What was Wikia doing? Basically, if you go to a Wikia, there's a huge video on top of your Wikia that you have to close out of. Especially what on... Is the, what is the video of? It's an advertisement, usually. Oh. Sometimes it's a related video. So if you go to, like, the Zelda-pedia, mm -hmm. there'll be, like, a Let's Play of Ocarina of Time on top mm. of your... Uh, Zelda article that you want to read, and it's bizarre, and yeah. Is it I, like for advertising dollars? I guess so. Oh. I'm not entirely sure, because like, I use these as a user, I'm not a, I don't edit wikias. Yeah. So, but I've had this very problem, like, why is there this video on top of huh. this article I want to read? It's like, that's, that's really interesting that people are thinking of jumping ship because of that. Just making their own, hosting their own sites. I miss when people made their own websites. Yeah, I miss, me too. I miss going to individual um, webcomic sites, mm -hmm. browsing around, looking at the, the links that they have to other webcomics that they like. That used to be the way that I yeah. navigate the web. I would mm -hmm. click on one webcomic that I like, and then I'd go to their links. And by the, and, and at a certain point, I had a, a, a route that I 
always took. No way. And that was how I went to my my sites, quote unquote right, my yeah. sites, instead of That's having so like an funny. RSS feed or something. Mm-hmm. I would just follow the links that they yeah. all linked to each other. I definitely would follow the links and read all sorts of weird stuff that I don't even remember just because yeah, of that. Yeah, that was nice too. When you wanted to mix it up, you just go back to that same website yeah. and go click on the other linked mm-hmm. websites. Phantom's worst aspects are highlighted more than its best ones, uh, often for understandable reasons. Uh, as major platforms change, close down, and die off, it presents a chance for everyone to re- reassess how they interact with the media they love and the people that make it. Above all, 2018 has proven that fandom is more about is more than reacting to culture and art. Fans make culture. Fans make art. Derivative works like Bowsette can dominate the internet just as thoroughly as any new game or movie. Taking that into account, it seems impossible for fandom to truly disappear. Fans have always been somewhat nomadic and will hopefully strive to make whatever new homes they find as nice as possible. Yeah. So yeah, it's like... It seems, from judging from this article, uh, fandom is becoming more legitimate in a lot of ways. It is a force to be reckoned with, mm-hmm. and finally, the uh, the official creators and things are realizing, oh, we actually can't ignore. Yes, and it's interesting with things like, I mean, the Star Wars uh, fans being as say, toxic as they are to a lot of the the uh, actresses in those films and, like, how hard they went down on The Last Jedi. It's, like, it's interesting, the discussion of ownership, it feels like, where it's, yeah. like, a lot of these people feel like they know the property more than the people making it and to the point where they 100% disagree and to almost a violent end mm-hmm. where it's like they are so against ryan johnson's vision of star wars that they have acted um you know aggressively but to feel stolen exactly this is their thing yeah to to that end i kind of i kind of can see the point of having um finite media you know what i mean mm. that not everything has to be an ongoing franchise at all times all the time. Right. Um, well, just like... Because, you know, they... I don't... I think they're going down on it now, but it was like one Star Wars movie a year, which seems crazy. Yeah. Even just the idea of having new Star Wars movies coming out on any regularity. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's all, it's all part of one big continuity as well. Yeah. Uh, More so than, say, a Star Trek or something. It's funny, like, how important canon is when canon is made up. These movies, these books, these... Especially the Star Wars canon, like, the idea that Disney decanonized all these books and comics and video games, it's like... They're exactly as legit as they ever were. Which is, they were never in the movies... So what, Uncle Mickey talking? doesn't get to decide what Star Wars is for you. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I largely ignore the prequels. Yeah. I love Star Wars, and I think, like, the prequels, like, are canon-ish. In my head, the prequels are absolutely not canon. Yeah. They're so bad. Exactly. But I don't, like, get mad at it. It doesn't mm-hmm. change what Star Wars is to me. Yeah, exactly. It's not like it stole something from me. It's just... 
someone made a bad movie and I decided, oh, that's not what I mm-hmm. consider the character, so I'm just going to ignore that. Yeah. Who cares? It's, it's like, unfortunately, or fortunately, they're just going to keep making more stuff. Yeah, exactly. And, like, you're not going to like all of the stuff. And that's why fandoms make their own stuff. Exactly. That's why fan fiction exists. Because, like, I I remember even... I never ended up doing it. But I read all the Twilight books while they were uh, um, contemporary. Yeah. And I didn't love them. I thought they were okay. I just wanted to be part of, like, the, the, right. the discussion. Mm-hmm. And... I really didn't like how the last book ended, and I was like, I'm going to write my own. Oh, that's so interesting. And I, I did that with Frozen, too. And, like, it, I didn't, I never actually sat down and wrote these, but I wrote ideas for them. Yeah, where I was like, synopsis. Exactly. You created headcanons. Exactly. And made them, yeah, concrete. Where it was like, this is how I would have made Frozen. And I, like, moved things around, got rid of certain plot points. It was like... Basically, the the short uh, pitch would be the kingdom knows that Elsa is an ice witch mm-hmm. uh, and Anna never lo- loses her memory and Elsa uh, decides to hide on her own terms and not because the trolls told her to. She uh, she hides just because she is shy and feels like she's dangerous, even though Anna disagrees. Oh, I see. Like she hides her powers away. Not her, not her oh. powers. You know how she like goes into her room and never yeah, leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does that just because she's a teenager. Isolates herself. She isolates herself. And because her parents don't make her or tell no, her to. No, no one like is that. forcing her to isolate herself. Right. She isolates herself just because she wants to, mm-hmm. and. It, in my like head canon, that would give her more um, agency, agency uh, and which was my major problem with that movie is like it didn't feel like any of the characters, especially the princesses, had their own agency, and so yeah, like I created, which is what fans do. That's why Bowsette exists. Yeah. It's it's exciting. It's fun. You're a part of this. Culture just <laughs> as much as Ryan Johnson is. Yeah. And see, the thing about fan creations and fandom is that you are completely unencumbered by budget. Exactly. You are unencumbered by, like, I'm sure that a lot of what you said was actually the first drafts of things. Sure, exactly. it just exactly. makes a lot of sense from a writing perspective. Whereas a lot of decisions in the end may have been executive decisions. Oh, sure. Or toy marketing decisions or whatever that you, mm-hmm. the fandom is just not privy to or, mm-hmm. or like I said before encumbered by and it's like sure that that's also a good thing like there's there's no way that I would get a hundred million dollars to make this fan fiction uh, <laughs> a, a, a film yeah. uh, but you know if you don't like the Star Wars movie just write your own dang Star Wars movie it's fun and you post it on <laughs> fan fiction .net or archive of her own or wherever, <laughs> and then other people are like, oh, I love this. And then you are making Star Wars. That's right. You're part of the world. And you're not harassing actresses. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's such a... The idea that you can have actual control over it mm-hmm. is insane. Just insane. Yeah. Over anyone else's creative property. That's 
ridiculous. Welcome <laughs> to Fan Fiction Writer's Room. I'm your editing manager, Spencer Sforis. And I'm your managing editor, Liz Cernick. Here on Fan Fiction Writer's Room, we take characters submitted by you, the listener, and weave them into a masterpiece in the way all great stories were meant to be told. By amateurs on the internet. If you'd like to suggest characters for us, submit them to ffwrshow at gmail.com. How many, can you think of any fan characters that became legitimate or any sort of fan? No, they're not allowed to. I guess they're not. That's, that's a big problem that a lot of fandom culture doesn't quite, even if they know it, they haven't really internalized it, mm-hmm. processed it. You, a, an official writer source can't take your ideas and use them because that's illegal. Yeah. It's not that they don't want to. They cannot. So if you make it your idea known to the writer and it coincides with what their idea was, right, yeah. they're going to say, fuck, you fucking idiot. Now yeah. I can't do the cool thing that I was planning because I'm going to get sued by you mm-hmm. or my publisher, even if you aren't going to sue me, my publishers are going to uh, play it safe. Mm-hmm. The fact that I have seen this with my eyeballs means I cannot use it. There's legality and stuff. Although, I feel like there surely there must be, like, like Linkle, like the idea of a female Link is mm-hmm. kind of just a fan thing that they want, but it's not like her design and creation was created by a fan and caught on. No, yeah. I mean, certainly there were fan girl Links since the beginning of The Legend yeah, of Zelda, forever. but um, yeah, Linkle as a thing... Was definitely this original character. I definitely didn't see anyone drawing Linkle or L- Femme Link with crossbows. Yeah. Like she ended up having. Um, and even as much as like Hyrule Warriors is a unofficial Zelda game. I've seen interviews where Nintendo was like, it never even occurred to us to make Link a girl. That's interesting. <laughs> Maybe we'll... Like it's definitely now in their mind as a thing that like... And it seems like, I mean, just to talk to Nintendo, it seems like they are very, um, what would you say? Like, uh, they cast men and, and, uh, straight men. Oh, like, their, yeah, yeah. Very, very, very corporate and safe. Yeah. And, and status quo. But it's like, largely it seems like their status quo is just because it's the status quo. It's like in Tomodachi life, they were like, they, you could only have straight couples get together. And people complained. And Nintendo was like, oh, it didn't even occur to us to make gay characters <laughs> in this game. So then in a Fire Emblem game that came out later, you were able to make you could just romance queer characters, anyone. Or, I mean, I imagine not anyone, but, like, yeah, it was, like, queer relationships could exist. It's, like, certainly there is a a amount of power that fans have that can be used for good. Mm-hmm. And there are things, but, like... But uh, that power is purchasing power. Yes. And that's... I don't want to say that's all it is, but... It's not exactly all it is, because there is a certain amount of bad press. But that then... Translates into purchasing power. Yes. I'm mad at you, so I'm not going to give you the money that you need to keep doing the thing. 
Like, I wonder how much... Because do boycotts work? I feel like they don't. No, not at all. So, but people still don't want the bad press of a boycott. They don't want, like, you know, they fired um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy guy because of bad press. And it's like, people probably would have still gone and seen Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yeah. So. I don't know. I don't know. There is like, I'm not an executive. I don't, I've never like talked to an executive (laughs) who has power over an IP. Yeah, right. Like I've talked to executives that are just like, you know, doing work for other people. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's, it's an interesting world out there. It's that thing where everyone now has a voice. And for good or ill. For good or <laughs> ill. And yeah, you can tweet at Ryan Johnson all you want and call him all sorts of names. But he's still making a Star Wars trilogy. And man, I'm going to have a good time watching it. <laughs> you want to take a break? Sure. All right, we'll catch you in a minute on Fan Fiction Writer's Room. Right, Now we can do our fanfiction, and what is that fanfiction going to be about? Well, we have... Anything we want. Anything we want. We're in charge of our own destiny. Who's Kenny Omega? Now, I like the idea of having a wrestler as part of it, because as you know, the main theme of wrestling is homoeroticism. Yes. So. So, Calvin Hamill, thank you, Calvin, for submitting Kenny Omega... Uh, Kenny Omega is a Canadian wrestler. Canadian? We're going to get a grant from the CBC for Canadian content. Exactly. No, from the National Film Board. Just turn our podcast into a short film. (laughs) I mean, they make all, they support all sorts of weird things. They make video games and stuff with the, with the Canadian Film Board. Oh, right. So we're going to apply for a grant with the NFB. Nice. Fuck, I love the NFB. Currently signed to New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, so I guess he's a wrestler in Japan. Ah. He Japan does everything right. Showing the Winnipeg-based promotion Premier Championship Wrestling appeared on the promotion. But is he a heel or uh, the other one? Face. A face or a heel? Face or a heel. Hero or villain or both? I think wrestlers go back and forth. I think they depending do, on what. Yeah area of the storyline they're in the middle of. I really like the idea of, um, like, MMA and, like, uh, Kung Fu championships, like, real fighting championships, having mm-hmm. sort of, like, a crossover, uh, cross-pollination of talent with the WWE. Mm-hmm. So these guys that are, like, doing these flips and stuff are trained athletes, you know? Yeah. I, I think it's neat. I, I think. like the idea of uh, uh, real fighters, but with a storyline. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of what... People like about sports is the storylines, right? It's yeah. like they, they get involved the, with like ooh the rivalries, the and, rivalries, yeah. and the oh this you know Larry Bird and Michael Jordan and all these these are characters in a story mm-hmm. of basketball, and it's like wrestling just owns that. It's just all about that. <laughs> man, they should make like a wrestling league of basketball. Like oh man, that like would the, rule. the uh, what are those guys called? Do 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 do. Uh, yeah, 
Tell those guys. Tell the story. Uh, the, the... Um, the oh no, it's the evil captains and they're gonna get us. And I got my buddy and his bubblegum tape. And I got my buddy and his Top Gun Joe. And we're in Futurama. Hey, it's us. From the yeah, I mostly know them from Futurama. Harlem Globetrotters! What are their villains called? Are they villains? Yeah, they have these regular guys that they play against, I think. Oh, wow. They're always grumbling. I, I think he's a face. Uh, Kenny Omega. Or yeah. at, at present, he is a face. He was born in Manitoba. Oh, boy. The Windy City. And yeah, he wrestles in Japan in the New Japan Pro Wrestling League. Is he is he Japanese American? Or is he no, he's, or he's, a, he's a white guy. He's a white dude. Uh, yeah. He debuted in February 2000. And he beat uh, Kazu... Kazu... Oh, man. I feel so bad whenever I mispronounce names. Kazuchika Okada in a best two out of three falls match to be crowned the IWGP heavyweight champion. I guess he's like he's like one of the top dog dudes in, in uh, the Japanese wrestling. Mm. I feel like I should get into Japanese wrestling. I bet it rules. Yeah. I don't know if I'd ever be able to get into wrestling because I have such a lifetime built up of an aver- extreme aversion to you it. You hate all reality television yeah. style. The fact that wrestling owns it, though, owns the fakeness, yeah. I think maybe could get me more into it. I don't know. Yeah. I might still have, I might still have a, but this is fake, mm-hmm. guys. But we know it's fake. Yeah, that's the fun we of it. Embrace it. The characters that they're playing. Yeah. So that's, that's fine. And they, they don't do nearly as much like used to in the 80s, like, Two enemy wrestlers couldn't fly on the same plane. Right, like they had to be. In they had to be in character the whole time. Yeah. And now, like on their Twitter, they're not now even they're in character. Oh, they're just okay. like having a good time, and then mm-hmm. only during the show proper. Is... See, that's I like that. Yeah. I prefer that. The other characters we have this week are Venom Snake from the Metal Gear Solid game, good sent up. in the by the Last of Our Snakes. The Last of Our Snakes. Although I think someone submitted. Um, uh, Proper snake again. Solid snake. Solid snake. So I think we have a new snake. Oh, boy. uh, At the bottom of our list. Um, Sent in by Wesley Boone. Thank you, Wesley. And the annoying orange sent in by Riley, Jammin, and Emma. Mm -hmm. Now, Venom Snake, as you know... Yes. ...is... Thinks he's Big Boss, but Mm -hmm. actually is uh, not Big Boss. Now, Big Boss is Liquid Snake? Big Boss is uh, Naked Snake. Naked Snake. Snake on its own, liquid, just a snake. Liquid snake and and Should solid snake. Plain snake. Liquid and solid are clones of Big Boss of Naked Snake because he was the best. The best soldier. snake there was. He was the best soldier in the world ever. Oh. And but like it seems like a lot of the things he did were actually Venom's things. Are you ever playing a game where you're actually as Big Boss? Yeah. You're playing as Naked Metal Gear snake? Solid 3, you play as Naked Snake. But not as number one. Metal Gear Solid number one. M- most of the games you play as Solid Snake. Who is a clone of the original Snake. Uh, it's a clone of Big Boss. Does Big Boss know? is a villain in the original games. And you don't know you're a clone of him? Yeah. Oh my god, what a twist. Uh, maybe you do know. What a twist. But eventually you know. Wow. I've not actually played these games, but I'm familiar enough with them. Hey, it's, you want to watch a Let's Play and podcast live? When I'm a, I don't think we should do a live watch of a Let's Play no, in Metal Gear. No, this 
Okay, this is a snake eating its own tail. And I love it because we're watching the story of snake. Mm-hmm. We could call it Ouroboros. Snake eating its own tail. Yeah. It's a live... So you're pitching me a new podcast. I'm pitching you a podcast. We watch a Let's Play of someone playing Metal, all the Metal Gear Solids, uh-huh. number one to three, or however many, and we do live commentary on it. Wouldn't it make more sense... Wait, if we're just watching them do the Let's Play, that's basically just a Let's Play. Wouldn't it make more sense for us to... Play the game? Play the game, and then, like, do a podcast after this, A like, YouTube series. And where hey, we... let's get old of Steve, and let's do Game by Frame, Metal Gear Solid Edition. Our buddy Steve was starting a... Uh, we were trying to do a YouTube series. Yeah. A, a Let's Play series, A basically. Let's Play series, but it never got off the ground. It fell through because of schedules well, and moving and stuff. It seems like the thing to do, it would be to play through... Like, Metal Gear Solid, and then at the end of the chapter, we then do a podcast where we recap, okay, I think this is what's happening. That's very I good. Think. So then, So then people, if they don't want to watch the entire thing, can, can get the story of Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Through us. Explain through these two people who have no idea what's happening, and, and we play through one, two, three, four, five. And yeah. I guess we skip the spinoffs, or maybe we do the spinoffs eventually. And we just... We just tell everyone the story of it. Mm-hmm. Like an oral tradition. Yes. Passing down the tome of the snakes. I love... Okay, it's so weird how... What do we call it? Solid Ouroboros? Or is that a little bit esoteric? It's not, I like Ouroboros. Yeah, right? But it's like... But how do we work that in there? Solid snake eating its own solid tail. We could just call it Ouroboros a Metal Gear playthrough or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is what I suggest. Okay. okay. Venom Snake mm-hmm. turns out oh. is a clone, or not a clone, turns out has been hypnotized to think he's Big Boss, but is actually the Annoying Orange. Oh my god. Has he looked like the Annoying Orange yes. this whole time? The whole time he's the Annoying but he Orange. But he thought he was. Yeah. He, the greatest soldier ever. Ever to born. Exist. Yes. So, Big Boss isn't, like, a super soldier, like, created in no. the lab or anything. He's just, like, super good at He's job. just, like, a really good soldier. Okay. He's just, like, really He's good like at the murdering Batman. people. Yeah, he just, exactly. Like, he tried so hard and studied really hard. Now he's yeah. the greatest detective in the world. Think about... Yeah. <laughs> Think about if Batman... <laughs> Are you laughing at the premise of Batman? <laughs> Can we have just Liz Dunks on Batman for one? Yeah, let's do a Liz so Dunk on stupid. Batman segment. It's so stupid. You can't just become the greatest detective in the world because you studied really hard. You can't just be the greatest judo master in the world because you tried really hard. But, but, but what if you were also super wealthy? Oh, I forgot about that. I guess if you have n- no other Infinite worries. Infinite wealth and... Like, Infinite wealth to de- devote all of your time. Yeah, to being a good detective. Yeah. Do you think that? Do you think that someone else branded him as the world's greatest detective, or he was like no, he, punching the Joker, and he's like, "By the way, tell everyone I'm the world's I'm greatest, the world's detective. greatest and detective." And punching you some more. Yeah, I think he just kind of like assumed it. <laughs> you know, it's not like he told everyone. He was He's just, just like, like, yeah, in, I am. I am. In like, the commentary, in the in the the like um, uh, narrative of the comics, he's like, I 
Batman, the world's, the world's greatest, greatest detective. detective. I can't even solve this incredibly hard mystery. How could anyone else? And everyone just, like, he's so confident that everyone yeah. just buys it. Mm-hmm. They don't even need proof. It just... Commissioner yeah. Gordon, like, fires his detective unit. And he's like, <laughs> why? You can't not have a detective unit. And he's like, we got Batman. We got Batman. We got the world's greatest detective. We're working for, world's greatest. for free. Yeah. Why would we ever pay anyone to do this work? If he's just... He's just being a scab to detectives everywhere. <laughs> and he's just like, it's probably the lady dressed in a in a grass skirt. <laughs> it's like, really? You think you think the lady in the grass skirt, the crazy lady? Uh... I think she's the one that's been poisoning everyone with grass. Yeah, she's been using all of her grass powers to to poison the people. I mean, you're the world's greatest detective. Like, I I'm with you. Yeah, I have a hunch. I mean, you don't want to, like, I don't know. Due processes for non-vigilantes. Why do you think I do that? I could have just, like, gave money to the police force or, like, put up an anti-corruption campaign. But instead I decided to beat up crime on my own. You think I care about due process? I have a hunch. I'm going to go beat up that grass lady. Okay. Um, do you... Want us to come? I'll just get in my way. I work alone. What about all of your friends that help you? Robin, shh. <laughs> Robin, get back in the car. I told you to wait but for daddy, me. Daddy, daddy. Don't call me that. Uh-huh. My name is Batman. No, the Batman. <laughs> yeah, sometimes he's the Batman. Sometimes, just in case you're like, maybe there are many Batman. No. <laughs> I'm the Batman. The only Batman. The first Batman. Um, you think you'd be Bat Boy? No, you're a bird. <laughs> <laughs> Only I get to be cool. <laughs> we'll go wait in the car. Daddy, we're gonna can, go get McDonald's later. <laughs> Daddy, can I wear pants? It's really cold out. It's nighttime. You told me only only I get to wear pants. <laughs> Who wears the pants in this family? I told you, it's me. Okay, can I get a Happy Meal? Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Daddy. But you have to get the boy toy. Okay. Not the girl toy. But, but they have Paul very right normative, you know. <laughs> Daddy, you're really not progressive. There's a lot of problems with my I whole feel thing. Like, I feel like your whole thing is pretty fascist, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> like, listen, I saw those... Listen, cr- some people are just... Some people are the world's greatest detectives, and they should have the power to just, like, impose the law on everyone. <laughs> Regardless of voting or due process or anything like that. It's just like, I just don't, I mean, I'm a a trained acrobat and after my parents died, not a whole lot of acrobat jobs. So I guess I'm just going to keep helping you. Because you're better than all the rest of the regular normies. That's what superheroes are. We're better than normies. Didn't you watch The Incredibles and The Incredibles too? Like I told you to. I mean, I decided... We're better than everyone else. Okay. That's the moral of my story. <laughs> Thank you, Fat Man. You're welcome. I love you, Zach. I love you too, Dad. <laughs> so, Venom Snake is the annoying orange. <laughs> okay, so the annoying... So, Venom Snake, he thinks he's a clone. Wait. Venom Snake thought he was... Himself. No, he thought he was the real big boss. Basically, Venom Snake is, spoiler, one of the first things you do in Metal Gear Solid V 
is you make a character. You make a custom character for the online version. You think this is a character that you're only going to play in the in Metal Gear Solid Online. You're wondering why you have to do this before you play the story. Weird. Weird. And then you play through the story. You're this cool guy named Venom Snake who thinks he's Big Boss. And so you, the player, also think you're Big Boss. Yeah. Well, no, no. I think you know you're Venom Snake. Oh. But Venom Snake doesn't know that he is Venom Snake. Okay. And so you're playing through. And then... Twist! Oh my god! You got into an accident, and you did surgery on your face, and got turned into as close to Big Boss as possible, and it turns out you were actually that custom character you made at the beginning. <gasps> oh my god! It's pretty clever. That's your real face! That's your real face. It's so actually you could pretty turn, clever. You could make yourself a dumb, ugly cowboy, <laughs> and accidentally have that be the story of, of Metal Gear Solid real... Persona. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, I gotta play these games. Yeah. I played one of the newest ones at Nico's one time. Okay. But it was really hard. It was like, we were just discussing this before. I couldn't walk. Right. I couldn't yeah. move. I was trying to move and I couldn't. I just kept going in circles. Yeah. <laughs> staring at the sky. Oh, no. It's too hard. I couldn't figure out how to run versus walk. Oh, my God. Venom Snake gets a call. It's he's got a mission. He's got to take out the operatives at the base down over there. And In... oh, where does where does Metal Gear Solid take place? I mean the the In one the with Venom world? Snake. Yeah, it takes place in a like Regular hyper countries? reality. Yeah, but like you could go to France. I mean, I think the Metal Gear Solid Five, the one that you play as Venom Snake, mm-hmm. uh, takes place. Is mostly... that the one quiet? Yes. Okay. It takes place. Oh, you're mostly... Venom Snake. Yeah. Oh, I see you were Solid Snake. Nope. Takes place mostly in Afghanistan, I think. Mm. It's just because that's where war happens. All wars at all times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Afghanistan, mm-hmm. as we all know. Uh, so yeah, there's some evil terrorists down over there. You parachute oh, no. down. Afghanistan. Venom Snake, who's actually the annoying orange, parachutes down. And lands in the mountains. And now has to get down to Af- Afghanistan City mm-hmm. to take down uh, uh, the evil terrorists. That's right. Kenny Omega, the evilest terrorist oh, of them go. all. Yeah. Well, he's become a heel and he's not afraid to... He doesn't care who knows it. So yeah, there's this, there's this underground wrestling ring that's made up entirely of terrorists. It's oh, the front. No. Oh, no. It's a weird front. Mm-hmm. But Kenny Omega yeah. the is the, the league, leader. The League of Heels. The League of Heels. Uh, it's a very... It's a weird wrestling ring because if everyone's a heel and no one's a face... Yeah. But, hey, like... Like, it's... It that's feels, how they like it in Afghanistan City. They right. hate faces. They only want heels. Yeah. So Venom Snake parachutes in. Him with his good buddy... Quiet? No, who's the... Hey, it's me. I'm a nerd. Huh? Nah. I'm oh, a merry uh, waifu. Uh, Otacon. 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 Well, the heat... Otacon doesn't... Otacon's just on his microphone. Well, this... Otacon got promoted... Okay. ...to the Robin... Okay. ...of, of Venom Snake's... And Otacon is a annoying banana. Yes. So... He's the banana jamming peanut butter jelly man. 
peanut butter jelly top. Oh. Peanut, you know that banana? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. He's holding maracas, I think. Does he hold maracas? I thought he just had hands. Does he just have big hands? I think only the what Family Guy. The Family did Guy the parody, did the maracas. He's holding maracas, but maybe they just interpreted it. Family Guy's parodies are a not actual parodies because they don't. Yeah, make, just, I guess homage. Yeah, they're more homages. Uh, and they're also not always Remind, very ac- accurate. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So. They don't do their jelly, research. Peanut butter jelly time, Otacon. Mm-hmm. That's his code name. Yeah. It's a little bit long. P-B-J-T-O. P-B-J-T-O. So he's wearing the full outfit that Solid Snake does, except he just has um, a Speedo on, not pants. Okay. Because he, has, he hasn't been promoted to full to full fighter. snake yet. Full, full snake. He's going to be waifu snake. Hybrid waifu snake. Yeah. Um, so. How does the annoying orange sound again? Hey! It's me! No, he's got like an, like an auto-tune voice. I don't think he has an auto-tune voice. I think he's just kind of. Hey guys, it's me! Yeah. Hey guys! Hey guys! <laughs> I'm the annoying orange and I have a big squeaky voice. Yeah. Or is it more? I am not. I'm a young I'm a big squeaky. I don't think it's that that hard to to decipher. Ah, it's me, random snake, the greatest soldier that ever lived. Uh, snake. Uh, what do we do? What's the plan, snake? Let's go, Otacon. Let's go beat up all these bad guys. Well, okay, Snake. Here, take your take your weapon. It's a llama. Waka waka waka. Oh, uh, I don't know how I'm gonna I'll fight. I'll take my weapon. No, you get these maracas. You hit, hit the bad guys with it. Ah, I mean, I'll you're, take the llama. you're the greatest soldier, so I trust you. Thanks for the maracas. Yeah, that's right. I know what we gotta do. The two of them sneak over to a jeep that's owned by the terrorists. Okay. And they're... The they're, license plate says T-R-R-S Terror M for L-F for life. Terrorism for life. They sneak up on this Jeep. They mm-hmm. sneak up on this Jeep. Yeah. And the terrorist is sitting there and he's on the phone and he's like Yeah, I was uh... Man, what, what do you think? I was blowing up Infidels, I don't know. Yeah, it was, you know, murdering some orphans. Murdering some orphans, yeah, they have to be monsters. Uh I was, uh... I love it. I love killing orphans. I love Uh killing nuns. It's the best. Yeah. Now, you've never played through a Metal Gear Solid. No. So, is there, like, an evil organization that they can belong to, perhaps? Like Cobra uh, Commandos or like the that, Skeletor crew. I don't know. Like I think a lot of the for how poli- wacky it is, it feels like it would be an evil organization and not just like But I think the politics in it are actually kind of realish politics. Oh, like there is politics. I think there is some like interesting I mean, I also don't know. So I could be totally off base here. Mm-hmm. But it seems like there is some real politics going on mm. in these games. They're like weird and wacky, but also have some Actual like things on their mind. Doing stuff. Yeah. 
for terrorist mm -hmm. reasons. Not just because Cobra Commando told but him. But we to. can make him as Cobra Commandy as possible. That's right. Yeah, I was uh, punching well, punching the, a baby the other day. What's the wrestling ring called? Oh, the League of Heels. The right. League of Heels. For the League of Heels, punching babies. I was punching these babies the other day. Oh man, it was so good. Oh, uh, babies are so innocent and so it's so good for punching. Oh, oh, Jacan, did you hear that? I mean, I, I forget who I am. You're, I'm the you one be orange. The orange. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jacan, did you hear that? What should we? What should we do, Venom, Snake? Well, I got this dynamite. Stay out of the car. Oh, okay. Him up. Wait, we need information from him. Do okay. Torture. Torture. I love it. Waterboarding. Oh, uh, you know. Well, random. So wacky. I don't think that's that little random. I, I think that's, uh, uh... Come on, let's waterboard this guy. Let's isn't that him. a war crime, Snake? Oh. No, that doesn't sound fun. Okay. So, Otacon, uh, grabs... So they chloroform the terrorist. They chloroform the terrorist. Uh-huh, and they take him... They take him and they start waterboarding him. Yeah, they waterboard that They guy waterboard guy. him even though he's out cold right now. Uh -huh. So it's not super effective. Yeah. Why isn't this working? Well, maybe because he's out cold. No, that can't be it. Let's use orange juice instead. Oh, okay. Oh, that's wacky. Oh, boy. I feel like there's something, like, I feel like you're supposed to be, uh... A better soldier than this? Yeah, I think there's... No, I'm a clone of Big Boss. The greatest soldier that ever lived. No, you are Big Boss. No, I... Yeah, that's what... What did I say? You said you were a clone. No, that's crazy. I'm the original. I'm real Big Boss. I guess so. The best soldier ever made. Right? Random snake. Resident... Naked snake. I'm a naked snake, boy. I'm a snake and I'm naked. Get it? Uh, Don't you doubt me? Apparently I'm southern. <laughs> Don't you doubt me, boy? <laughs> so the this soldier, this the terrorist, the wrestler terrorist, doesn't wake up. He's dead. They killed him. Oh no. Orange snake. Orange snake. <laughs> Orange snake. The annoying orange slash the, anno snake. the annoying orange snake. Oh boy, I'm so bad at my job. And they throw him in the dumpster behind her. And they hop in the jeep and they go yeah. to Well, they put on they put on disguises mm. to be part of the wrestling ring. They put on hilarious wrestling disguises. Yeah, so you can be so we have luchador masks mm -hmm. and capes. Mm -hmm. And I'll be the incredible You'll be Nacho Libre. Nacho Tangerine. No, not. Mm. And I'll be the other guy in Nacho Libre, the 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 skinny guy. You remember skinny Nacho guy. Libre? I sure do. Everyone's favorite movie. Everyone's favorite movie. Nacho Libre and his best buddy, Skinny Guy. Skinny Guy. What was that guy's name? I don't know. Probably Pablo. Nacho. Nacho. What a, what a movie that was. That was very weird. Why did that movie come up? You know that movie's good. based off a true story. I was just gonna say, you know it's a true story. Like what the fuck? You read Crack.com in two thousand and eight. Heck yeah. 
Lovecrack.com. All my trivia comes from there. Um, so, yeah, they, they dress up in wrestling outfits and they go and intercept this, this wrestling ring. And, um, yeah, so, so... Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega, the leader of this terrorist organization... Yes, the League of Heels. The League of Heels is currently wrestling. Mm-hmm. There's a huge crowd. Everyone's cheering. Everyone's going nuts. Yeah. Kenny... It's uh, the underground league. Of heels. Of heels. It's illegal, but everyone loves it. Everyone loves it. And this underground league is also a front for their terrorism. Yeah. So they illegally are terrorists that have a front of illegal underground wrestling. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. What? As soon as I said that, I was like, wait, no. They want their front to be the legal. They also have a... And their back end to be the illegal things. They have so they go a from cupcake down. shop. They have a cupcake shop. That's yeah. their... So you pretend like, I'm just a humble cupcake salesman. As all cupcake salesmen have. That's a cupcake accent. Yeah. You won't buy yourself a chocolate cream? Maybe a strawberry tart? No, I'm looking for the... The Smackdown Surprise. <laughs> oh! A real connoisseur of cupcakes, huh? Yeah. And so they open. Come this way, and then they open up the yeah the. And then the next guy comes in, and he's like, "Way down." I'm looking for the murder a bunch of children, (laughs) and it's like, "Oh, this way then." You want this secret entrance? And then a cop comes and is like, "I'd like a like a strawberry chart." Here you go, officer. Oh, thanks. Oh, I love strawberry tarts. See you later. No legal activities here. And so this underground wrestling ring, Kenny Omega is wrestling to peak performance. Uh, who is he wrestling? Is he wrestling against John Cena? Yes. John the Cena. The only name I can think of. Now, listen. The only... Re- who, listening to all the wrestlers that we know. I know John Cena. And I only know him because of the memes. Where mm-hmm. he says, are you sure about that? And also he says, it's me, John Cena. No, wait. Does he just say, John Cena? He says, you can't see me. Oh. That's his thing. Mostly I know the meme. Are you sure about that? Uh, and also, Ra- Macho Man Randy Savage. I don't know what he sounds like or what he looks like. Macho Man. It's like that. And does he have a headband? Yes. And Hulk he- Hogan, who gets confused in my head. Macho Man Randy Savage and Hulk Hogan have merged into one okay. wrestling man. So the late Macho Man played... Oh, he's dead? Yes. Oh. Played Buzzsaw in Spider-Man 1, and that's how I know him oh, yeah, you as told Buzzsaw. me that before, and none of that makes any sense. I don't know what this Buzzsaw is. You know what Spider-Man... Was a random villain in the in, background? In Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man first is like, I want to make a bunch of money, so he... Wrestles, yeah. Buzzsaw, and then oh, he's a wrestler. He's a wrestler. He's in not the a movie. villain. No. He's a wrestler in Spider Man. Yeah, he's the wrestler he, that he fights. And the wrestler is called Buzzsaw, but he's, but played, he's played by Macho Man. Right? Oh Savage. my god, I got that's so great. If those movies are pretty good. So what you're telling me is that if I paid attention to wrestling, the Spider Man Raimi trilogy would have been greatly enhanced. Exactly. So finally. Finally, there's a reason for me to get into wrestling. Yeah. I have to now. So you can better enjoy uh, All of the Spider-Man, Spider-Man movies. One. All of the Spider-Man movies. All of them. Yeah. Even the... Into even, the Spider-Verse? Even into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Even uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2. 
Oh my god, the best one of all. Yeah. But that memorable moment where what? he. Um, who do you fight he, in that one? Electro? He webs, the, he webs the sewers and he catches an Electro Man. Electrocity. Electro, his name's just Electro. Yeah, his right? name's Electro. It's played by Jamie Foxx. I was so disappointed that Electro didn't wear a giant electric. Face? face mask. He's got the like, so bolts. Wait, lightning bolts everywhere. Come yeah. on, now that's just theatrics. Mm-hmm. It's just aesthetics. Really getting into character, you know. But like, they made Jamie Foxx blue. That's fun. Yeah, see, blue is kind of the opposite of yellow. It is. You'll find yellow and green. What is the shocker? How is there two Spider-Man villains named Electro oh, and Shocker? Shocker! Right, the guy with like... He punches. He's got like electric punch powers. Electric punch powers, and he's got like a mesh outfit. Mm-hmm. He's all about plaid, apparently. Yeah, it's... A crisscross pattern. Yeah. What? Bizarre. Super I only bizarre. know Electro because of the old the old school Spider-Man cartoon from the 60s. Oh, and not even like, the 90s one. Yeah, no, no, no. Electro's like one of the main villains from the old school ones. Mm-hmm. He'll have some... I mean, mostly Electro, but sometimes Mysterio, mm-hmm. and sometimes that's it, just Mysterio and Electro. And they have wacky plans. I'll get you Spider-Man. So, Kenny Omega grabs the microphone and says, I will challenge anyone here, even you. Venom snake. Well, I think you... There's no venom snake here. I think you mean the wacky orange... Nope. The... Quick, Otacon, what was my wrestling name? Uh, uh, Osaka Langley? My name's Oscar Langley. So are you. <laughs> okay, I'll wrestle you. And Oscar. I'm the best Ava Islander ever. This is my persona. Okay, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll wrestle you, Oscar Langley. So are you? I so are you? Right. It's something like that, yeah. yeah. Um, Kenny Omega. Or should I say... Evil terrorist evil Kenny terrorist Omega? Kenny, nope. Yeah. <gasps> he knows my secret. And I know his secret, so I guess we're even. We're both even. Now, we must wrestle Yeah. to determine... I have a proposition for any grabs of like I wait. Oh my god! It's like impossible to do you, a main character every that character isn't Batman does that ba- doesn't yeah. have the Batman. This grab. always goes okay. for Batman. <laughs> well, I gotta do wacky Batman. <laughs> I challenge you, me, the Orange Man, Venom Snake. I mean Big Bot. I mean Naked Snake. I mean Oscar Langley. Sorry, <laughs> that's me. I challenge you. Winner of the winner takes all. Winner becomes leader of the League of Heels. The illegal underground wrestling league. That is in no way a terrorist organization, by the way, just so everyone here knows. Uh, yeah, just... Yeah, we're all in agreement there. (laughs) Kiss me. Uh... Great. Great. Uh, let's wrestle, I guess. (laughs) So... Kenny Omega, uh... So Mr. Referee drops from the sky. Yes. It is time to 
Wrestle! Roll wrestle! I love how often you want to put <laughs> Mr. Referee from the Metabots when cartoon. you need a referee! Yeah, I mean, You're he's the best. You're always needing a referee. Uh, so we have this idea for a podcast where we play through Metal Gear. Do you want to do another podcast where we watch all of Metabots? Metabots? Absolutely I do. Do you want to... Let me tell you a secret. It's yes. not really a secret. I'm like super attracted to the Phantom... The Phantom. Toll booth? What the fuck is his name? <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. The, the, you know, the Phantom. The, the Henry. He's the he's the shopkeeper, but you're not supposed to know that he's yeah, a shopkeeper. He's uh he's the Phantom Renegade. And he's he was what basically is, he was basically the he's Team Tuxedo Rocket. Mask. He was but the team from... if Tuxedo Mask met Team Rocket and got melded into a uh, Into a robot yeah. master? Like in, like they got melded into a fusion. Yeah. They become the Phantom Renegade. Oh my god, we gotta make that a meme. Team Rocket plus Tuxedo Mask equals yeah. Phantom Renegade. It's a great meme. Anyways, I love him. You I love, love him. Henry. You love Henry. I love Henry. He's okay. so handsome. Yes. Let's do it. We what could we also just... We're gonna do Henry. We, we don't have to make a podcast to like hang out, by the way. <laughs> no, I I, do you the think rules. that the only way we can hang out is if we podcast about it? Yeah. I, I mean, we also right. we also could just make an appointment to hang out at Steve's house and play Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. I really want to do that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Steve? I hope he owns them all. I assume he does. Uh, he probably does. Why not? Let's ask if Wesley owns them all. Wesley must, or Nico. Must. They're video men. They're video vi- gamers. They got all the video games. They're the gamers. You know, gamers. Hey, hey. True gamers. Hey, Nintendo, why can't I turn on my Switch and just buy any video game ever came out? Yeah, why can't I play all of Blink's the Time Sweeper and also Metal Gear Solid, but also Gex Enter the Gecko on my Switch? Yeah. You call yourself a console? Ain't no console I've never heard of. Nuh-uh. Who's this Mario fella? I don't like him. Don't love him. So Kenny Omega. Oh, yes. Uh, Time to get wrestling. And the annoying orange slash venom snake. Mm-hmm. Start start wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. And I don't know any wrestling moves. Do you know any wrestling moves? Now, the wrestling move that I know is the one where you wrap your arms around their midsection and uh-huh. you cup their buttocks mm-hmm. with your hands. You clench mm-hmm. really strong, and you and your face is really close to their crotch, and then. I think you pick them up. Okay. By the butt. Uh huh. And throw them on the ground. That one's called the Torque Slammer. Okay, so so Kenny Omega does the Torque Slammer to Venom Snake. Mm-hmm. Oh, my buttocks! You and, clinched them so hard! And Annoying Orange slash Venom Snake does a purple nurple to Kenny Omega. Oh no! The hardest of the. Ha! Take this! And it's so low random. Twist your nipples. And Kenny Omega screams in pain, and everyone in the crowd cheers. <laughs> and Venom Snake, Venom Snake, Venom Snake. Venom Snake hops on the 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 ring bars. The ring the, bars, the the stretchy bo- the bars, the strings. I think it's called the wrestling ring strings. The wrestling ring strings, the WWS. Uh-huh. The bouncy boys. The Bouncy Boys bouncy boy jumps on the Bouncy Boy strings and does a body slam. Superman style. Superman style. Belly flop. And 
orange juice goes everywhere all over the crowd. <gasps> and Kenny Omega is knocked out cold. And the kamikaze did. He killed himself for it. Well, wait, 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 wait. He's not dead. Oh. And, and Venom Snake goes, what is this? Orange juice? But I'm not, I'm a human. I'm, I'm not made out of an orange. It's crazy. And Otacon does some, some research on his computer. On his portable computer. Goes, Venom Snake, look at this. And he shows him the YouTube Rewind. 2018. Look at this annoying orange that's on there. Does it sound familiar? What? What is this? I don't understand. What are, what are these feelings bubbling up inside of me? We do like a, a cool montage of like, uh, uh, what's like a, a pop song that um, uh, Hideo Kojima would be into. Do you ever feel like yeah, so pla- that song, song that? Fireworks, Fireworks by Katy yeah. Perry starts playing, but it's like a slowed down version with, mm-hmm. uh, played by, uh, I'm going to say Radiohead. Yeah. Radiohead does a cover of Plastic Bag, mm-hmm. and, um, uh, and it's... Baby, you're fire, Annoying Orange looks at himself in a mirror and pulls off... His headband and sees the annoying orange, and it's 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 him. It's the hideous annoying orange with his with his human face. With his gross green screen mouth. Oh no! And he he looks to Otacon, and Otacon just holds him, and they they arrest Kenny Omega, and. We, we have, like, a, uh, we cut to a, it's raining, mm-hmm. and, uh, sorry, continue. Oh, and, no, okay, it's raining rain. Rain, regular rain. Yep. You know, what else does it rain? Uh, cats and dogs. Cats and dogs. Not raining cats and dogs, right. just regular rain. Yeah. And it's not raining pennies from heaven, heaven either. Nope. No, sir. Rain I don't know drops. that reference. Raindrops, it's a song. It's a song. And from heaven. Shoo-be-doo-bop. But it is raining. Raindrops. Raindrops. Falling on your head. But that doesn't mean my eyes will soon be turning red. And... <gasps> but his eyes are red from crying. And, yeah, his eyes are red from crying. And he... He looks upon um, Mother Base. Where where Venom Snake... Uh, where the snakes live. This, all the snakes live. Um, and he says... So this is why I never felt that I truly belonged mm-hmm. with the snakes. Because I was an orange the whole... And a snake's natural enemy is the orange. orange. And he walks off into the distance, leaving behind his headband and his his pants, pants that say uh, member of Big Mother Boss. Base, yeah. Big Boss, leader of Mother Base, Big Boss. And it was written across the bottom of his pants. On, like on his like where it would say juicy on yeah. his sweatpants. Yeah. And he, he walks off to, to start a YouTube channel. Or yeah. continue his YouTube to channel. To continue his YouTube channel. And Otakon comes with him. Yeah. Because Otakon knows how to film cool videos and edit. Yeah. And Annoying like, Orange doesn't know how to do like that. He's in the know. Yeah. And uh, the rest is history. The rest really. is history. 
Kenny, YouTube history. Kenny Omega is in prison, and he says, I'll get you annoying orange. And then his prison mate is like, but I love that guy. He's so funny on the YouTubes. Did you watch the, the YouTube rewinds? It's so silly. It's the best. Was I he love even it. in the rewinds? No. People were mad because he wasn't in the rewinds. Yeah, everyone yeah. was like... Can you believe... So the that's why you got like, so many dislikes, because uh, Annoying Orange wasn't in it. That's why that huge YouTube cam- and Twitter campaign to to subscribe to Annoying, to Orange, Annoying Orange. Markiplier and everybody. And yeah. it was kind of controversial. It was. Annoying Orange has some, like... The you Annoying know, Orange like has some been... some edgy comedy. Yeah. Like, He's been making was, some, uh, some heated gaming moments. Yeah. But everyone wants you to subscribe to the Heated Orange to be the most subscribed channel yeah. on YouTube. This is so esoteric. Yeah. <laughs> um. So they go to my YouTube channel. And... Live happily ever after. They get become yeah. number one most subscribed. Yeah, they did it. And... They win. With their power, they say, you know what? YouTube is going to be closed on Sundays for then, church. So everyone can go out and... <laughs> Like, experience real life. Yeah. And also give glory to God. Because, <laughs> as we all know, YouTube is an extremely Christian, a fundamental Christian organization. And the Annoying Orange is specifically yeah. a... Yeah. Uh, they close down the... He res- respects the Sabbath. Yeah. They close down the VR world of YouTube. Yes. On Saturdays and Sundays to... Cover their bases for the Seventh Day Adventists. Yeah, as well. That's yeah. the Sabbath on Saturday. He, the Annoying Orange, likes Jews. <laughs> it's not anti-Semitic. Like juice. juice. It's terrible. <laughs> do you want to do some sandwich criticism? <laughs> I really do. I gotta finish and wrap up this monstrosity. Yeah, I feel like we're all over the map on this one. Um. So what was good? Was all of the really like the really good YouTube references that everyone's gonna get? Did we also, make any real YouTube references? Well, they're they're really like they're gonna stand the test of time. Yeah. I think they're really timeless and good. Yes. Uh, one thing we didn't like. I kept giving Batman voice to the orange. You gotta be able to voice. It's too hard. We're gonna we're gonna do some improv lessons. Yeah, I gotta take some improv lessons. Cause yeah, you can't keep going up on the stage and yes anding with Batman voice. Yeah, and then I just keep giving every character a gun. Yeah, make him shoot everybody. Yeah, cause you can't top the gun. The Office. That taught me that. Hey, has anyone out there seen The Office? Yeah, little known show. Little known show. It's kind of good. Pick it up if you see it. Yeah. It's on the Netflix now. <laughs> One last thing we liked. Uh, I liked so much of it, though. It was pretty good. I actually quite like this one. Um, I would say... Um, the wrestling yeah, moves. I, I like the idea of an underground wrestling ring that's also a terrorist organization that's also a cupcake uh, okay, stand. Also a I like that quite Se- a lot. Several layers yeah. deep. Lots of intrigue. Mm-hmm. Spy intrigue, I would say. Yes. Uh, so I like all the spy intrigue. I agree. Is the, critici- the good criticism. Goodicism. The goodicism. Yeah. Two goodicisms and one badicism. One badicism in the 
riddle. Yeah. yeah. If you'd like to suggest characters for us, send them on over to ffwrshow at gmail.com. And thanks to the band known as the band known as Seawater Bliss for the use of their song theme from King Wolf 2 as our intro and outro. And remember, when in doubt, just you that garbage, brother! Yeah. I think that's not the first time we've done a whole I know, we used to do that. <laughs>